Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Paul's Life Show brought to you by Archie's on Carson Street. Get down to Archie's, the official chicken wing of the fan. Archie's home of 80 cent wings. Monday through Thursday, home of the Paul's Ice grilled cheese sandwich. So get down to Archie's and enjoy a good meal and a good time. Um, <clears throat> Twitter brought to you by... South Hills Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, Peters Township. Visit them online, southhillsjeep.com. Text us on the Edgar Snyder and Associates. Fan text line, Edgar Snyder and Associates. Remind you to text responsibly. Um, so, today the Pirates played a, 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 a not a very good baseball game. They lost. They were up 3-0 uh, and ended up losing 4-3. And, of course, um sort of gave it away a little bit. We had a little bit of the uh, starting pitcher, Rich Hill. Did you watch the game, Joel? Not a lot of it. Uh, I was going to say, would you characterize what uh, Rich Hill did as sort of throwing a little bit of a tantrum that they were taking him out of the game? He was not happy about it, put that way. Yeah, probably could have been that. But by the same token, you know what? If you don't want to get taken out of the game, don't pitch bad. Don't pitch poorly. Exactly. Period. So, anyway, you know, they they, they lose four to three in this game. And they are now 21 and 17. At one point, they were 20 and eight, Joel. They're now 21 and 17. My math is not great. But that's one in nine over their last 10. Um, and I think when you really think about it, they haven't been able to, to, they haven't been able to get big hits. Remember in April, people were talking about the lumber company all over again. This might be the greatest offense ever assembled. We might be talking about the 19, what is it? 27 Yankees or whatever. But at the end of the day, you know, you knew they were all going to come back to earth, but they can't even get, you know, hits like they can't even get timely hits and things of the such. They can't put together good innings. They can't. It's a little bit unnerving what they've done. And here's the other thing. Their offense has kind of gone to, you know, gone to the birds as well. Their offense has kind of gone away. You know what their run differential is right now, Joel? You know what their run differential is? It used to be something really good. I know that. It was. It was. Uh, they were. They were. They were significantly 
they were significantly among uh, the, 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 the best in baseball. What do you think their run differential is right now without looking at it? I'll say they are plus 12. Uh, plus, uh, very good, plus 10. Now, I'm trying to look right now because I think they were at like 60 at one point, weren't they? I think they were They were definitely in the 50s, I want to say. They, they had got, here we go. So, the standings, run scored, run against, uh, so they were 20 and 9. So, run scored was 156, runs against was 108. So, what's that, 48. They were 48. And, 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 and quite frankly, if you look at it, they were 48 at that, but they, uh, they had lost that game. So let me see here something real quick here. When they were 20 and eight. Yeah. So they, well, they were 40. So they were uh, so seven to two. So five. So they actually were at 53. That was it. That was their high 53. Now they're at 10. Which means over the last 10 games, their run differential is minus 43. You're not as good as you were when you were winning like they were winning. You're not as bad as you are when you're losing. But I think that their their offense is reason for concern. There's no question. Their offense is for reason for concern. Um, when you think about it, let's see. Wednesday, so so uh, they in their last ten games, four, six, eight, nine, ten, thirteen, thirteen runs in their last ten games, and that's three in this game. Again, they've got way too many holes in their lineup, and that's a part of the problem. And 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 quite frankly, this is now where you start to see not having O'Neill Cruz show up right definitely i would you know what what were you gonna say yeah i mean they were they were still winning games without him initially but now it's really beginning to set in there's no question there's no question that's the biggest thing to me the 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 whole thing to me is if you look at it from that perspective you take o'neill cruz out Initially, they were, you know, guys were playing over their head. But when you take somebody who is supposed to be one of your, you know, your main sources of power and take him out of the lineup, it's going to show up eventually. That's the beauty of baseball. The beauty of baseball is that over the long haul, stuff like that shows up. It shows up. The fact that they don't have to worry about a guy who can hit the ball into the river anytime he swings the bat. The, the, the fact they don't have that guy, you know, in, in the lineup right now. The fact that they don't have that guy, you know, that is a huge, huge, big piece of their their puzzle that's missing. And he ain't coming back till mid-August. And I'll tell you, I'm going to make a prediction, Joel. If he's not 110% ready, okay, and they're no, they're not in the in the hunt in August. They will err on the side of caution with him, completely. Right? I'm right with you. That's what they'll do. 
So, you know, they could be without him for another all the way till, you know, real late in the season. Bring him back to sell a few tickets in September and, you know, go go from there. I just think that when you look at it from that perspective, it's really easy to see this, that you take that bat out of your lineup. And I know there's people, well, he only hits 230, he only hits 240, he only... It's not about that. It's about the fact that every time he's at the plate, opposing pitchers have to worry about him turning on a ball and hitting it a mile. And that changes innings. You think, for instance, if O'Neill Cruz is up, you know, and first base is open late in the game, they've got to probably pitch around him. But if it's a bases-loaded situation like it was today, they've got to be awfully careful because it could go from 3-3 to 7-3 in one swing of the bat. And right now, there's just not that many guys in this lineup that that puts that kind of fear in you. And, you know, again, I I, I think if you look at their power numbers, Sawinski's hit home runs for them. But he has the same problem now that he's always had. And you know what that is? He can't hit. He can't hit enough. Period. When he hits it, it goes a long way. No question. When he hits it, it goes a long way. But he has seven home runs, 38 strikeouts. He's batting 226. You know, it, it is what it is. 38 strikeouts, 18 walks. I mean, you know, he's he's among uh, the, 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 the team leaders in, in home runs and RBIs. But the reality is, he doesn't hit well enough. And I don't think that, you know, what's going on right now is like a, uh, uh, you know, just sort of some sort of, uh, well, it is basically, um, you know, he's in a slump or whatever. I, I mean, this is probably what, uh, you know, this is probably what it is or who it is. Period. So I would tell you that um, they need Reynolds to continue to do what he's doing. They need Hayes to get going, right? They need McCutcheon to, you know, reverse whatever's going on with him as well. But here's the one thing I can't understand, though. And, Joel, you have to explain this to me, okay? I get it. I do. I understand completely. I don't agree with it, but I understand why you don't bring up one of the two young kids to play catcher. But if you're a team that's struggling mightily for runs, mightily for runs, and you have one catcher who is hitting 360, and the other catcher is hitting 143, can you explain why the 143 is the guy who's your normal starter? I think it's just more of really helping out the pitching staff. Like they, 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 I don't think they expect him to be, you know, a big time batter. Now, one forty three—that's <laughs> you know fairly alarming. They're probably not expecting. I don't know if 
they may not even be expecting him to hit 200 this year. Um, and 143 is low, but I think Austin Hedges, you know, primarily I think he's there to help out the pitching staff. You know? He is, but my point is you're struggling to score runs. Why not play the better bat until you get your offense back on you? Right. You know what Absolutely. I'm saying? Yes. And here's the thing. 143 isn't the most alarming number for this guy. On base, 226. That's putrid. Slugging percentage is 179. Yeah, oh, that's, that's alarming. <laughs> OPS is 404. I mean, what are we even doing here? There are probably some players who have a better batting average than he's got OPS, I guess. I mean, his OPS is 404. I mean, what are we even doing here? I mean, in terms of his on-base percentage at 226, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13 guys have a higher batting average than he has an on-base percentage in this lineup. You know, it's just, it's, it's again, I, I, I'm just so tired of hearing about, oh, well, you know, we've got pitch framing. Oh, we got pitch framing. We got a pitch frame. Pitch framing. The hell does that even mean? Well, he's good. He got good at clubhouse guy. Good leader guy. The guy's hitting 143 with a 226 on base and a 179 uh, slugging percentage and an OPS of 404. I don't give a rat's rear end what his scouting reports are. If you're that excited about his scouting reports and, and all of his, well, he, he puts together good approaches for the pitchers, guess what? Guess what? Make him the bullpen catcher, for God's sakes. Then you can keep him in the clubhouse. Then who can be the feel-good story, uh, the old guy that helps everybody get better without screwing up the lineup every night? My God. I've had enough. Would you give me enough? Enough of, enough of it. You've got a catcher. Of, if, you know, if, you're, if you're not going to bring up one of the young guys, at least have the other catcher play who might get a hit. This is not hard. Your team is not scoring runs right now. Your, 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 your team is not scoring runs right now. You're struggling beyond struggle. What are we talking about here? But yet you're going to keep running out a guy who's essentially an automatic out. And of course, don't get me started on you know the uh, to, to to borrow a phrase from Dejan the the, the 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 waiver dudes that you keep running out here, as if you're operating the team again uh, in, in hopes that you're going to keep everybody service time. I don't want to hear about service time anymore. I don't care about service time for two reasons. One, you got to win now because the division stinks. It's reachable. So don't tell me that you're preserving the the roster of 2029. I mean, for God's sakes, the asteroid might hit us by then. Could be over by then. Secondly, how many guys do you actually get to the final year of arbitration with? How many? You either sign them to an extension, or by that point, you trade them anyway. So why is this whole thing about we have to preserve every every single second of, of service time and all the other, the Super 2 crap? I, I'm tired of it. 
Put the best guys on the roster, A. Put the best guys in the lineup, B. And stop with all this nonsensical crap about how Austin Hedges is good in the clubhouse. He's good in the clubhouse. He's got good analytics. He's very good at putting together good approaches for the pitchers. This is why we have to play him. No, it's not why you have you. You don't have to play a guy who cannot hit. All of that crap you just said, oh, you know what it is? He can accomplish that and not play. Say, Austin, here's what you're going to do, buddy. Put together your little scouting reports on each hitter and the approach that we're going to take. Talk to the pitchers. Get in their ear. Be the pitcher whisperer. But guess what? You ain't playing. We could do that. I know we could do that. It's not against the rules to make a guy sit on the bench. That's what's so frustrating about this team. People just started caring. Just started really caring and, and, and really starting to think this thing was going to turn around. And, and for the last two weeks, they've played and they've operated like the Pirates over the last two or three years that everybody can't stand. All of a sudden, they can't field. Their pitching is okay, but they can't hit. They're, they're putting together lineups that don't make sense. They're putting guys out there that shouldn't be out there. They're basically signing anybody that walks down to PNC Park with a sign that says, I'll play baseball for food. How? Waiver wire. Bring him in. Put him in the lineup today. It's absurd. Anyway, Jason Mackey's coming up. I'm sure he'll be a lot less uh, angry about it than I am. It's uh, 93.7 The Fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Well, listen to Cook and Joe. Every Wednesday to hear about Starkey's Card of the Week. From Baseball Card Castle and Cranberry, contests run every Wednesday through Friday, 12 p.m. at the 93.7thefan.com contesting page. He, uh, let's see, where is it at here? The Fan Hotline presented by Nemecolon around every corner. Nemecolon creates real-life magic for guests. And we've got uh, with us from the Post-Gazette, uh, the esteemed baseball writer Jason Mackey. Uh, Jason 
Lucky for you, uh, you were not uh, probably listening, and so you missed an epic rant by me, which I tend to do from time to time, about the all of the justifications I continue to hear about why Austin Hedges has to play. So I, I will give you the floor, and um, I will say, why, why does Austin Hedges have to play uh, for this team? You went on a rant? No. <laughs> I haven't done it in quite no. the, I haven't done it in a while. But this one really gets under my skin because, and I, and I was reacting to uh, the post-game show two nights ago where, you know, uh, Zangrilli had Mitch Keller on, and they went on, you know, he went on and on and on about what a good clubhouse guy he is, and his scouting reports are impeccable, and he's really good yeah. at all this other stuff. And I'm like, well, that's great, but guess what? Everything you just said in that paragraph, he could accomplish all that for you and, st- and not get in the game. Yeah, no, I, I get that. Here's – this is tough because I'm going to explain my personal opinion second, but I'm going to give you their philosophy first, what they're thinking. Um, they value pitch framing a whole bunch. Um, they're looking at this recent nine-game skid, ten-game skid, whatever you want to call it, and thinking it's a blip. And so people are going to take that and say, oh, how good has Austin Hedges been? The starting pitching hasn't really been that good. Well, zoom out. Ignore the, the, the recent blip and the frustration. Like, their starting pitchers still are pretty good. They either lead Major League Baseball or they're darn close in quality starts. I do think Austin Hedges has something to do with that. I think people are lumping way too much on Austin Hedges, um, you know, because he can't hit, which he can't, and we knew that. The other reason they're going to play him, Paul, they already paid him $5 million bucks. Like, the Pirates don't pay people to play for them. Or, 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 do we really think they're going to pay somebody to just sit? I mean, they're, they're not going to be able to trade the guy. Five million bucks for somebody who doesn't hit? I just I don't see that happening. You're not going to send them to the minor leagues. Like, what are you going to do? It's not the NFL. You can't just cut somebody and have that number go away. I do think they're going to try to play him and keep him around. I think it it benefits them to have somebody like Hedges when Henry Davis and or Andy Rodriguez gets up here. Um, I do think they need to determine which one of those guys is their catcher. I wrote that today. I think that's a very important thing. To me, it looks like Henry Davis. You have Henry, Andy Rodriguez with some elbow issues. Henry's hitting the cover off the ball. And here's where I'm going to inject my personal opinion. Is at this point, I don't see why we have to allocate so many roster spots to so many guys. And what I would do, kind of trim the fat. Bring up either Andy or Henry. Somebody. We don't need to see Miguel Andujar. I mean, there's not, not much there. Like, I'd like to think maybe there's something with Josh Palacios. No, I mean, you just don't need those guys. And, you know, are you going to get Andy at all, all of his reps behind the plate? Probably not. And I'm sorry, this is a rant for me, uh, but you did give me the floor. Uh-huh. Uh, but, you know, bring Andy up and get him, give it, get him some at-bats, I don't know, first base, in the outfield, second base, whatever, at DH. Um, if that's the route you want to go, bring Henry up, have him catch a triple-A and see what happens, and then react off of that. Um, so he shouldn't have to play every day but I think he's going to be on the team, and I think you're going to have a tough time convincing people that Austin Hedges shouldn't be on the team. But you can carry three catchers if one of them's also a DH and a utility guy, sure. Yeah, there's no question about it. I mean, I think that's the thing, though. My thing is there's a million ways you can keep Austin Hedges in the clubhouse and not have to put him in the lineup every day, especially right now when you're a lineup, Jason, that is really struggling and searching for a yeah. way to score runs. Yeah, and that, that that's part of it, Paul. And, I mean – Shoot, Austin Hedges, I remember talking to him about this in spring. Like, he, he's, a, he's a really good guy. And that's one reason why I hate seeing people, like, just 
take craps on him unnecessarily on Twitter and act like he's not a human being with feelings. Not that he's sad. I'm just saying, like, he doesn't deserve it. Like, he, he works his tail off. He, he knows what the assignment is. Like, he knows his role is to mentor those guys. And he's willing to fully embrace it. But he can't make that roster move. You know, it's not his fault. He, well, I guess it is his fault he doesn't hit. But, like, you know, if they would bring one of those guys up here, he would help them in so many ways. And, like, legitimately help them and try to go out of his way to, like, help this guy become a better catcher. And I do think it's getting to a point, Paul, where the Pirates are kind of losing out on an opportunity, not only to inject a little bit of something into their offense, which we know they need, but, you know, whomever they deem further along, and I'd say probably Andy, uh, but I don't know. I could probably be convinced that Henry, too. But, you know, bring one of them up and, and sit them next to Hedges and get them some at-bats and see what happens. If they don't produce, it's not the worst thing in the world. They'll get another chance. Yeah, I mean, I, I would say, you know, that's that's the big thing. Um, what really is going on right now? What really is going on now? They stink. What, what, what do you I, – I mean, with, you mean with, with the major league team? I mean, with respect to their uh, offense, you know. Is yeah, it, no, is, it know. A, is it sort of a um, – just sort of a regression to the means, or do they have some some issues? No, I, and, and I'm just being – No, that be was funny. funny I but, liked it. Uh, <laughs> No, I mean this, this stuff happens, man. Like they're just they're they're doing some things wrong, and they're thinking too much about the things they're doing wrong, and they're trying to do hard to correct them. Um, otherwise known as pressing. So no, I think there's a few things going on. I mean, guys are getting out of their comfort zone. Um, you know, plans of attack, stuff that worked early in the season. They're basically ab- abandoning it. You know, they're chasing stuff. They're letting pitches go that they should swing at. Like we saw that with Connor Joe. Like he's been tremendous with plate discipline, and then you know, has a bad day today. doesn't make him a bad player. He's had a bad day. Um, Jack Sawinski has been a little bit of that. Um, you know, they haven't been getting on base as much as they were previously. I think the running the bases stuff is, it's been ugly and they've sort of resisted criticism of it and they're wrong. They need to dial it back. Um, there, I understand there are times to go um, like Brian Reynolds today, trying to score on a fly ball to the outfield. Dude makes a 98 mile an hour bullet on the money. Like, okay, he's out. That was a risk I'd be willing to take. You make the first out of the inning at third base like G1 Bay did when you're not told to go, not smart. So what they need to do is pick their spots better, run the bases better. They've made too many mistakes there. Their pitchers need to throw more strikes. Um, you know, that, that like Oviedo, his past two starts, he hasn't had the command he needs. Rich Hill missed some spots. I mean, look at the little dribbler today that's hit back to Hill. Like, you just got to feel that. And he knows it. He owned it. But it's stuff like that. Like, just – so much of that happening because I think this group was just trying too hard. It's not just at the plate. It's not just in the field. It's not just pitching. It's not just running the bases. Like it's a little bit of everything and it's just kind of snowballing on them right now. Yeah. I mean, I, I just think that, uh, I think that that's the biggest thing that the, the concern I, that I would have for the pirates to me is that this isn't just sort of a slump that this might be, you know, they've got may, uh, may have some deeper issues in that lineup. Um, one of the things that people question, right, uh, is why the two young guys, uh, two young catchers and a couple of other guys in the, 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 have not been called up yet for help. Um, th- that's not going to happen probably till June, right? It depends. Uh, probably not. I mean, it certainly would be outside of what they normally do to call somebody up this early. And you can call it Super 2. 
Um, I, I don't even have a process looking at, at what Andy has done at AAA. And I think he was at like 264. He had missed time with an elbow issue. Um, you know, are they really doing a disservice to a guy by not calling him up when he's hitting 264? I don't think so. You know, Gonzalez missed some time. He'd be another guy I'd look at. Swaggered, he hasn't played in a while, had a viral infection. Um, we got an update on that. They expect him to get back into games in May. But, like, who else really deserves it at this point? You know, Mike Burroughs would be one guy. He's out for the year with Tommy John. Um, Quinn Priester isn't ready yet. I don't think they're doing anything wrong by him by not calling him up. Um, so, I mean, you're going to see some guys up here. Those guys I mentioned, I fully expect to see this season. Um, you know, the one that I think people get upset about is Henry Davis. And I get it. Um, I have some reservations about jumping a catcher right from double A to the majors. I don't think he'll be at double A much longer, but you know, he gets a stint to triple A hits there. I think they'll bring him up. I think they'll find a, find a spot for him, but you know, again, I, I just I don't I don't see any crimes being committed here by the Pirates not acting with younger guys. Yeah, um, that's the biggest thing that uh, people want to know is um, why they haven't acted with uh, younger guys. Is uh, what? Can you give us an update on Velasquez? Yeah, Velasquez. He's been throwing. Um, he's going to throw a live BP next week. Basically, this this looks very minor uh, to put it into simple terms. Like he he might miss the minimum. He'll probably need one rehab start, uh, but I would not expect him to be out for very long. Uh, Tuesday was his first start that he was going to miss. Um, so I'm thinking, you know, if it's Tuesday, if he rehabs, maybe Saturday, Sunday, and is back ready to go after that. So, like, you know, I, I don't know, a week from week from Tuesday, call it that, maybe he'll be back. But, yeah, it's it's not going to be very long. No, that's because that's a big piece of the puzzle as well. I mean, they've gotten pretty good, like you said, pretty good starting pitching. No, they have, and it need, but it needs to be better, Paul. It needs to be better, and it's going to be an interesting question because Velasquez was really good when he was in the rotation. I, I feel bad. You know, I, I wrote a story about how how much he's really liked Oscar Marine and embraced it here, and he's throwing a slider and simplifying things and all this. Had a really good long chat with him in Tampa, and then he goes out and gets hurt after three innings, but. Uh, I give Vince credit Um, as somebody who pitched it like, you know, above the little league level. I think one of the hardest things for me to do was to be honest with people um, where you want to keep going. Like I I concealed arm injuries. I, you know, I I did what I had to do to stay in the game. And I I don't know if that was always the smartest thing. It never really cost me in terms of Tommy John, but um, you know, Vince has a lot riding on this. He had Tommy John in his elbow 13 years ago. And he's joking after he's, been 13 years now it wants to crank on me but uh no he said something early they caught it early he didn't press through like an idiot um and probably got himself out this 15 days and they were able to get it calmed down so you know he he needs to be back and good um not to go down that rabbit hole too far but you know i look at oviedo too i mentioned him before he was so good for a couple starts and then his past two again have been duds um has not thrown his fastball as much not controlled his slider the way he's able to or has wanted to. Um, so they, they need more from him. They need more from Rowanzi. Mitch is, you know, a legitimate ace at this point, and they need more from Rich Hill. It's a good rotation, but they have some improvement. Yeah, I mean, I think that's the biggest thing. Um, that's the biggest thing is I, don't, I do think that the rotation is good enough to keep them afloat. And last thing for you, the division is good enough to keep them afloat, and I wrote about this the <laughs> other day. That's another part of it. I saw that. I saw that. You're not wrong. It stinks. 
I it mean, absolutely stinks. The Cardinals are god awful. I don't know. I they can't continue this, right? They're not. They can't actually be the dumpster fire that they've been so far. I wouldn't think. Uh, but I, you know, I I do agree with you, Paul. I mean, if there's something that keeps them in, and this is a funny dichotomy with them right now, isn't it? Like everybody's, you know, complaining and and talking about bringing up the kids and what are they doing and they're screwing up and they suck. They're still in first place, right? If they're not. If, if they lost first place, it's because the Brewers won, and it's like a half game. I haven't looked at the standings. No, the Brewers got destroyed today. That's what's hilarious. They're one and nine in the last ten games, and they're still in first place. Still in first place, I know it's awful. So, yeah, I mean, maybe maybe it'll just be uh, it'll be a very slow and ugly race, but they can still win. Who knows? Yeah, I mean, I think that's the biggest thing to me. It really is. Uh, they uh, that, that, that that division. Um, and, and what I wrote about it is, you know, it, it, it's not a division like, uh, what was it, 2015, where the Cubs and the Pirates finished with uh, oh, 97 gosh, yeah. and 98 wins and, and finished second and third. <laughs> so, you know, th- this is legitimately a division that like 85 wins could win. And, and, and you know, 85 wins, 85 and what would that be, 85 and 78 or whatever it is, 85 and 77. I mean, that might be enough. And you know what? That's not that far removed from what the pirates could achieve i think how'd one of these teams get the 85 wins that's what i'm i'm looking the cubs might be the best team in this division right now honest to god and really to be honest i'll tell you one thing that's really interesting and i'm somebody who i know that it's an old school and maybe it's just people think oh you're just old it's kind of an old school stat but i'm going to tell you what it has not let me down the last five six seven years it's not perfect but I look at run differential a lot day to day to kind of kind of figure out, you know, who's what and who's actually really as good as it seems like they are. And, you know, small sample size so far. But once you get into about mid-June, late June, it really is a good gauge. And right now, I mean, the Cubs are plus 42, which is, let's see, plus 42. The, the Brewers are 12 and the, and the Pirates are 10. The Cubs have a better run differential than the Cubs and the Pirates. The Bre- I'm sorry, the Cubs have the best, have a better run differential than the Brewers and the Pirates combined. That should say something. It should. I'm just glad you didn't cite WRC Plus or Woba or yeah. X Bacon or whatever yeah. the hell numbers they come up with. <laughs> I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't disagree with you, man. I don't disagree with you. I think it's a little bit early to bank too much on that right now. I mean, you know, right now the Pirates – or it's it they're really good for 28 games and then they've been really bad for 10. So um yeah, it, it's going to go up and down. Um but yeah, I it, to the point of your column and to the point of this discussion, like the division is going to keep them in it for maybe longer than they would be otherwise. If they were in the AL East, boy would I worry cuz that's a very good division, but right now they're going to be okay. Yeah, well, I appreciate it. Uh, I, I I I appreciate you jumping on and taking some time and uh, hopefully you have a good trip to Baltimore. All right, brother. I will. Thanks, Paul. All right, my man. Jason Mackey, the Post Gazette on Paul's Ice. It's 93.7 The Fan. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. I'll be honest with you, Joel. Doing this show, you know. And as I'm doing this show, I'm watching uh, on Twitter all these clips of Trump. I guess he's doing some kind of town hall on CNN. Trump without sound is entertaining. You can just see, you know, his facial expressions and his, you know, hand expressions and the way. That actually is, that actually is just as entertaining as him with sound. And people, people keep, you know, retweeting these clips of him talking to this woman. I don't even know who the woman is doing the interview. Don't even know what they're talking about. I just kind of find it funny. Every time I look down at Twitter, there's another clip that's uh, that's up there. And it's like, it's actually without sound, just as funny as it would be probably with sound, isn't it? Especially if you can read lips. Well, that too. But uh, I'm just talking about, you know, he's got the, the facial expressions and the hand expressions and the, you know, all the other stuff. So, uh, I don't know. I guess, is that going on now, or did it happen earlier? Who knows? Anyway, I just thought it was funny. But anyway, uh, uh, we, um, we, um, uh, 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 we're talking about the Pirates. And again, I think what, that, that last thing we were talking about is so important to remember. So important to remember. And that is the fact that the division is horrific. It's bad. And that's helping them. I mean, it's this early in the season. And and they go one and nine. You'd think this early in the season, that'd be a significant, uh, you know, a volume of games given that, you know, the season's only not even 40 games old. And you're still in first place. Still in first place. The thing about it is, you know, now at 21 and 17, when you were 20 and 8, remember everyone was doing all these projections. Oh, well, all they got to do is this or that or the other thing. By the way, look, see this guy see this guy on TV right here? This Dave Dave Fawcett who's running for something. I'm going to have him on my other show tomorrow, Joel. Is that a cheap, shameless, cheap, shameless plug for my show? This guy here that's doing the commercial. Dave Fawcett. I'm going, he's county exec. For County Exec. I'm going to have him on my show on KDK tomorrow. So tune in. Think at noon. Uh, anyway, my point is uh, that was a cheap, shameless plug for my show tomorrow on the other station. But anyway, <laughs> uh, the division's bad, man. It, it, this isn't, you know, a situation of where <coughs> you need to win 95 games to win this division. It could even be, uh, you know, a case of where, do you remember a few years ago when the Cardinals won it with 85 wins or 84 wins or something like that? They won the division with 84 or 85 wins. They might have even won the World Series that year or at least got to the World Series, I think, if they did that year when they were 84, 85 wins, something like that. So my point is, because the division, you know, what you're really talking about isn't a 95 win or 97 win season. It's not. 
you might only need 85 wins or 84 wins to win the division. 84, 85, 86 wins. And if it's 85 wins that you need for the division, if you think about it, okay, you can keep yourself in the race deep into September if you just basically hover around 500 the rest of the way. When we talk about wanting to play meaningful baseball, if it only takes 85 wins to win your division, you can play meaningful baseball, you know, even if you only win 80 games or 80, 79, 80 games, you're going to be in the race until the end, basically, till the last week or so. That's really what now should almost be the goal. How many wins is it going to take to win the division? 85. Okay. Do everything in your power to get to 85. Because right now, like I said, I think you're a 75 to 77 win team. That's what you are. That tells me, listen, all you got to do, all you got to do is just not have the bottom fall out like this again. I mean, I, I mean, honestly, if you, if you play, you know, 500 baseball, say, for the next 60 games, you're talking about at that point being 51 and 47, right? What you can't have happen is after doing that, Having another one and nine. Because then you end up, what, five, four or five games under 500. And then if you play 500 ball from there, I mean, now you're talking about, well, we had a chance to, to be an 80 and a 79, 80 win team. Instead, we're a 75, 76 win team. That's why, to me, all of this nonsense where we just keep bringing in guys off the scrap heap, you know and putting them in the lineup, it's not a good plan. You know, it'd be one thing if Milwaukee or the Cardinals or whatever, um, it'd be one thing if one of those teams was 10 games ahead of you, okay? And you say to yourself, they're playing really good baseball. It's going to be hard for us to catch them. It's going to be hard for us to get into the race. So we're going to favor playing these waiver guys over the younger guys in the minors because it's really not going to make that big of a difference. But at the end of the day, you, you, you can't look at it that way because you're in first place in a division where nobody's good. That's the thing that's frustrating. That's why, to me, I mean, I don't want to hear about Austin Hedges having to play every day. Period. Makes no sense. You know, and, and, and you look at this team. Today in your starting lineup, you had Chris Owings, who's 31. Carlos Santana, who's 37. Rich Hill, who's 45. Right? Austin Hedges, who's 30. Connor Joe has actually been somewhat productive. He's 30, but at the end of the day... These guys, if you ask me, and D, I think I think McCutcheon might have even played today. He's 36. At the end of the day, you got a lot of older guys. And at this point, you got to hang on to them and hope they continue to just scratch out wins, right? But at some point, at some point, I, I think that you really have to start thinking about it from this standpoint, and that is, hey, 
We've got a chance to hang in this race until late August, early September, as long as we don't have another thing where the though the floor falls out, and we don't want to hire. Uh, 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 we don't want to hire. I mean, I'm sorry. We don't want to have the floor, the floor fall out. So therefore we don't want to have in our lineup guys that just are not good enough. You know, we can live with some young guys playing, uh, if they're developing and getting better, we can live with that as opposed to these old guys who have no ceiling at all. Who, you know, very easily could go on the IR, you know, the injured injured list or disabled list or whatever it's called these days, go on that tomorrow. Period. So, to me, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. It really does not make a lot of sense. For them to continue to run guys out there that aren't good enough. At any rate, fan weather brought to you by Sun Chevy. Uh, it's SUV month. Come check Trailblazer Equinox, the all-new redesigned 2024 tracks, online sunchevy.com. Tonight, clear low 48. Thursday, plenty of sunshine. I have 82. It's the Paul's Eye Show on 93.7 The Fan. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.